0: Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, brought to you by the Sportsman Channel. All hunting, all fishing, all the time. Contact your local network provider and ask about the Sportsman Channel today. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, Dan Beraldo.
1: Hi, my name is Daniel Beraldo, Associate Editor at Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine. And today joining us, we have a legendary Jim Doherty, Trails and Field Editor at Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine. Hi Jim, how you doing?
0: Pretty good, buddy. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. You know, Jim, um, you you were uh, you grew up in in California, is that correct?
0: Yeah, sure did.
1: And uh, and where at exactly was it? Southern California.
0: Mm-hmm. South Pasadena.
1: South Pasadena. And South and current <laughs> currently you live in in Oklahoma.
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah, Tulsa. And
1: when did you guys uh, when did you guys go uh, when did you move to Oklahoma?
0: Uh, 1972, I guess it was.
1: Okay, and then, so prior to that, you had spent spent all your time in California, Southern right, California? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not many people associate California with hunting, um, which is kind of odd considering, uh, you know, the, the amount of game there and the hunting, um, opportunities. Um, but there's been quite a few pioneers who, who call a Golden State home, uh, including you. Um, um, wh- what are some of the other, uh, fellas kind of, you know, that started back either prior or around the same time that, that you were associated with or, you know, um, hunted with, um, worked with?
0: Guy, there was, there's quite a few, you know, um, well, Hugh Rich comes to mind. He was a pioneer. He was originally from Idaho, and then he moved down to Southern California. And actually, most of the people I remember were were pretty much industry people, like Tom Jennings. You know, I grew up knowing him, and and uh, Doug Kittridge, uh, Jack Howard, uh, Bill Mastrangle. Golly, there's there's a lot of them. Uh, Harry Drake, R- Ru Powell. You know?
1: Wow, wow. So. Uh... God. Doug Walker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the list goes on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, when exactly did you get started into archery or bow hunting? I don't know which came first.
0: Well, I guess just shooting a bow came first because I was, I was pretty little, I guess. I was probably eight or nine, something like that. And uh, when I got a little older, I used to ride down to the uh, archery range, which was well, kind of uh, probably a... Seven mile bike ride, and it was real pretty down there. And they had three ranges. They had the target range, and they had a field range, and then eventually they had a broadhead club started. But the the place was in those days, I guess you could say that about a lot of places. was was really nice. You know, it was it was it was almost in the woods, and there was a little trout stream ran through there. And and uh, I'd go down there and spend the day, you know, and I'd try and catch some trout. and We'd uh, or I would i sneak around and shoot at the targets and shoot at some rabbits. There were usually some rabbits down there. Band-tailed pigeons, which uh, I would try to shoot out of the trees, which was probably not legal, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> and
0: um, gophers. I, I started out hunting gophers, man. That was, that was a lot of fun. You'd sneak it was real quiet. and you just wait, and pretty soon you'd see one or hear one, you know, and kind of line up and try to shoot him.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Many. You know, that that's good funny.
0: practice though you know
1: oh man gophers was my first uh kill with the bow yeah that, well
0: you know you could get real close to him and that was good for me because i could only shoot about three feet
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good well and back then what kind of bow were you were you carrying around with you
0: um by the time i started going down there i was i was shooting a bear cub which was uh, basically a straight bow although I had it was reflexed uh had reflex limbs and it's just fiberglass and about 40 pounds I guess maybe 30 37 something like that. First laminated bow I ever had it was a nice bow.
1: Now, I thought it
0: was the greatest thing in the world when I had it.
1: And and prior to the, that bow, what uh what what was your first bow actually?
0: My first real bow was a a York archery lem, a lem, lemon lemonwood uh self bow or you know just one piece longbow kind of thing, but hmm. I guess it was about 54 inches long, something like that.
1: And I'm just curious, what year around what year do you think that was that you got your first bow? Probably about 52. Oh, wow. Cool. Something like that? Um along with the uh that archery range that you're talking about is is that the Pasadena roving archers?
0: Yep, it's still there.
1: Wow. Okay, I've I've uh when I first uh took Took the job here with Peterson's Bow Hunting Magazine. As you know, I started down in yeah. the Los Angeles office as well, and uh, I I went there and shot as uh, also and uh, did a couple of the three D tournaments. And uh, you know, like I said, I said earlier, not many people associate California with hunting or even bows or whatnot for Catch some odd now. reason. Yeah, and but man, the opportunities that 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 Los Angeles area provides is. It's awesome. I mean, I had, I think, around 10 archery ranges and 3D courses within, you know, 30 miles, basically, of the Los Angeles downtown area.
0: Yeah, there's, there's most of them are probably still there. The Pasadena uh, Target Range is still there, Pasadena Archers, and okay. the Roving Archers is still there. Sagittarius, that was the Broadhead Club. It, it's been gone quite a while.
1: Oh, wow. Well wow.
0: L.A. County, you know, when I started, uh, we had a six-month deer season.
1: Oh, my gosh. Started uh,
0: third Saturday in January and ran till the uh, end of the year. And it was all that country that was south of the national forest boundary and ran pretty much east and west along the uh, forest boundary, and then it would jog around a little bit. Hmm. And you could hunt there for about six months. And hmm. it was really great, and there was a lot of deer. It was tough hunting because it was really thick, you know, and everything. Yeah, yeah. You watch it now, it's all burned up so many times it looked like a desert. But
1: Now, you, you said six months, but you, you said beginning of January. You mean June? No,
0: Jan- July, I'm sorry. Oh,
1: July, okay. Yeah. Now, uh, California, they still have probably one of the longest archery seasons also that, that it's open, I, I The believe. biggest
0: problem with California is the people. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> you, you, you just can't hardly hunt a lot of places anymore unless you got a contact or belong to a big club or something like that. It, you know, when I grew up there, and I, I'll say this for sure, up until just before I moved, uh, it was probably some of the best hunting country in the world.
1: Wow. I wow. mean, for
0: waterfowl and birds, I mean, quail and pigeons and doves and, hmm. you know, and the big game hunting was pretty doggone good. They got they got a lot of bears in California, people don't realize, and they got Quite a few deer, and most of that stuff now is you can't you can't hunt it where we used to where I grew up hunting the Verdugos and Malibu Mountains and all that. I mean, you can't hardly hunt there anymore. But.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I, the Verdugos, I I, I know uh, that, that's kind of a, a, a past tradition that I've I've read. You know, I've read about some of your hunts and in, in your columns, and it sounds like you you had some good times up there.
0: Oh, we had a ball. We had a great time.
1: And uh, and then also, the, uh, I don't know when it started, but uh, the Catalina Islands as well, correct? Mm-hmm. And and Santa Cruz area?
0: Well, I, I got Catalina opened up probably, well, I guess, in the early, maybe the 60s, first part of the 60s. Cause I'd hunted over there for several years. I had a few contacts, and we just get to go home, but uh, then they had a... Uh, game, a game manager was hired by the Catalina Coven and Camp Agency, and he and I got our heads together, and uh, we started the archery season. In fact, I was the originator of that, if you will, on the archery side, and I was the exclusive booking agent for about the first two years. It was a pretty good gig.
1: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and, what, and what animals were, were on uh, on the island? What, what did you get? What were you guys chasing? Well,
0: you could only hunt goats and pigs. There's quite a few deer on the island. There's buffalo, of course, which are not, and nobody can hunt them. And uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. that was it. There was some foxes and uh, a million quail. I mean, <laughs> it was ridiculous with quail. But mostly, it was just goats and pigs.
1: What'd you get? Would you guys camp out on on the island, or did you have a <laughs> um, boat, or
0: no? Uh, the agency put in, to start with, three camps Sweetwater and Salaverde, and another one I can't remember. And they had tents, water, stuff like that, and uh, everybody would bring their own food, sleeping gags, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we could hunt, uh, normally we hunted Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow. We'd, we'd take a boat over there, and then we started taking planes, uh, started flying over there and grumming gooses. Uh, seaplanes eventually they all I think they've all fallen in the ocean (laughs) (laughs) I watched two of them crash I'm glad I wasn't on that one but uh,
1: man now you said that you helped uh help basically kind of get this this first archery season going Is that just for the island or is that also did did you have something to do with this when was the first uh season do you know for California do you remember? The first season? Yeah, or around about uh, you know time.
0: No, probably in the forties. I'd have to look it okay. up. I mean, because okay. they had a they had a few. See, California's got their, uh, what they call an early season and a late season, or an inland and coastal season for deer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And eventually, the California bowman hunters got a, a preseason.
1: Oh. Okay. And it
0: was. It wasn't. Uh, it was only ten days, and it still is ten days. But they could hunt before the regular season started. Oh wow! And I, I don't remember exactly when they got the first one, but it was in the '40s sometime.
1: Hm. Hmm. Hmm. All righty. Um, now you you mentioned uh, working for Doug Kittredge at at the bow hut, um, mm-hmm. and I think you said you were how old? 14? Well, I started when I
0: was fourteen, maybe maybe fourteen and a half, fifteen, right in there.
1: And what were you doing for Doug back then in the shop?
0: Sweeping the floor. Yeah. I, finding arrows i mean just doing mm-hmm. all the little oddball stuff that you want to done okay and uh, from there i just kind of progressed and I finally ran up running the whole place but that was a long time ago
1: and and where was uh, the bow hut located
0: south pasadena
1: south pasadena
0: it was, that's a cool deal because uh, i was shooting a bow i was really into just archery you know and i was coming home from school one day and this Empty store had a sign in the window said opening soon the Kittredge Bow Hut, <laughs> and I looked in the window and there was this archery stuff and everything. Well, anyhow, it turns out Doug only lived around the corner, about two blocks from me. <laughs> we both grew up doing the same thing, but I walked in there one day and started talking to, to Doug, and uh, I said, "Well, you ought to hire me." I don't know, and, you know. I I think what really what really got me the job was I was talking about fishing and and. I fished a lot and knew a little bit about it. He wanted to fish because he didn't know much about it. And he hmm. told me, he says, I'll give you a job and you teach me how to fish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how it started. Huh. Now, the, the bow hut, it's still there, isn't it? No. No. Did did he move? Did he move that shop up towards the Mammoth area eventually, or did well, he have he two moved, shops?
0: See, we he had a we had a mail order and wholesale division and a retail store in South Pasadena, another one in Long Beach. Okay. And he decided he wanted to go to the mountains. That was always his love. And so he moved to the mountains, and and they built a place, and uh, moved the uh, wholesale division and the mail order thing up there. And then uh, we had the. But still, we had two, two stores in Southern California, and eventually we wound up buying it. Well, me and a couple guys bought it
1: from him. Oh, okay, okay. And, and did you, uh, when you left, up until you left to Oklahoma, were you still involved with the the Bow Hut, or even after no, uh, after Oklahoma? About,
0: you know, I guess it was about two years later.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: I ran into some guys that uh, were ad agency for. Uh, Company called the Leisure Group. And I was at the Sportsman Show in LA. And uh, I got talking to the guy, and he asked me what I knew about our tr- I was in Kittridge's booth at that time. And it uh, uh, turned out uh, he says, Well, I'm going to have somebody call you. And, and the guy did. He was vice president of marketing for the Leisure Group. Well, I just found out then that they had just bought Ben Pearson. Oh, wow. And okay. so they offered me a job. And so I said, Yeah, I took it. And so I left the boat hut.
1: Oh, and went to work with the Leisure Group and Ben Pearson.
0: Yeah, and then okay. eventually the Leisure Group sold Ben Pearson, and that's what got me to move to Oklahoma.
1: And what took you to Oklahoma exactly?
0: Well, Brunswick Corporation bought it, bought Pearson from the Leisure Group, mm-hmm. and their headquarters for their outdoor products was in Tulsa.
1: Ah, okay. And
0: back here and talked to him a few times and uh, looked around and I said, I really wanted out of California then anyhow, because I could just see it going down the tubes. Yep. So I moved.
1: And okay. what, what were you doing um, for Ben Pearson at that time? What was your uh, position?
0: Basically, basically then, I was just in the sales promotion end of things, but uh, okay. advertising sales promotion manager is what I was, but I wound up uh, doing more than that eventually, so.
1: Well, you had a you you had a part in, in some uh, product development as well, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's. I started there. And I, I just you know, it was kind of one thing led to another.
1: Any of those early products that just kind of still stand out in your mind. What, what was one that you know that you really uh, really are proud you know to be a kind of a part of that that, that development?
0: Um, I guess the takedown, Pearson takedown both.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. It was,
0: uh, it was a two-piece takedown. And everybody was making three-piece. So we decided we'd make a two-piece. Oh, yeah. And I developed uh, broadheads and quivers and bow quiver and, you know, just one thing led to another. So, you know, just archery stuff.
1: Cool. Cool. What was your first bow hunt for big game? Or I, I guess when and what critter was it?
0: I guess the first thing I got that was called Big Game was a deer.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: That was probably 54, somewhere in there, 53, I can't remember exactly.
1: How many years did it take you to get that, that first animal?
0: Uh, second year. Okay. First year, I must have missed 100 of them. <laughs> you know, just, I couldn't hit him. it was ridiculous.
1: Sounds like my first 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, won't even say how long it took <laughs> me to get my first deer. I'm cursed, or it was cursed. Um, and that was, uh, was that a, a, a mule deer, a Pacific? I mean, did they yeah, call them Pacific they, hybrids they, back then? They
0: call them well, Chaparral Forest mule deer or Pacific deer mule deer. Okay. Uh, they're just a little subspecies of mule deer there.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: now, more like a blacktail than a mule deer, but...
1: Now, also, you know, after I don't know if it was the 50s or 60s, but you also got big into into um, predator hunting and calling. And uh, I think you received, I know, numerous world and national calling titles. Um, was that when did that start exactly? Uh, was that in the 50s? Uh, the no, 60s? It was in the
0: 50s. Was it? Um, we had been fooling around with Varma Calls for a couple of years just because. Uh well, I I read an ad in a magazine, and I ordered some calls for the store, and we started playing with them, and they were made by Wayne Weems down in Texas, and, uh, and he came out and took his call in one time and stuff like that, and I guess it was 57, they had the first World's Championships in Arizona, and so we thought, well, we'll go see what it's all about. Well, I won that one, and uh, hmm. that kind of was the catalyst to get things started, so. And then after that, they had contests you know, a bunch of different contests all the time. So.
1: Now was predator hunting and calling for predators was that even was that much of a tactic prior to this time or Oh or uh, yeah, it... it
0: was getting pretty big okay it, and it was, it was and I started the California Environment Callers in I think fifty eight and uh, well, when I left California, I think they had ten chapters. All around the state, you know, a couple thousand members. So, hmm. but it's it's kind of died out too, I guess. So,
1: predator calling and that championship kind of circuit, and whatnot, or the calling circuit, or
0: well, I don't. I think they still have a state contest in California.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'm not positive. Um, the last one I went to was about five, six, seven, maybe ten years ago. Now I can't remember. And um, Arizona still has a state contest, but I don't remember any. I don't think there's. But you know, predator calling has changed a lot too. There's a lot of guys predator calling, and predator calling it's, it's a big sport.
1: But yeah.
0: It's changed a lot, and they use a lot of electronic calls and stuff like that, which is fine if you want to use them. But
1: um, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: I always thought it was kind of like fishing with worms. Use electronic calls. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, what now? What, what were some of your? I mean, I'm sure what bobcats, coyotes. Uh, was there any species that that, that really you know? grabbed your attention more than the other. Um, what What were you guys primarily targeting back then?
0: Well, mostly coyotes, but uh, I always got a bigger kick out of when we'd get a bobcat in than anything. You know, that was kind of fun. But because uh, you'd call up a lot of them, you never even see them, you know, till maybe you see them taken off or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Sometimes they'd be like two or three feet away from you before you
1: saw them. Oh, of, wow. It's your attention. Yeah, it's...
0: Don McIntosh, he shot one right off my back one night, so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just about litter. It was in the e- late evening, and and uh, I was calling, and know I, I was in the middle, and the guy was on my left, and Don was on the right, and all of a sudden, this, I hear this, this big explosion. and know, if you have, if a bullet hits real close to you, you feel that before you ever hear the gun.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: I jumped on What the heck? Turned around. There was this bobcat.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, thanks, uh, Don. You said it was getting ready to jump over the bush and land on my head. <laughs>
1: Wow. Wow. Um bob- I've never I've, I've never seen even seen a bobcat in the, in the wild yet, you know. It's uh well,
0: I haven't seen one for about a week.
1: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you have quite a bit around you in Oklahoma? Yeah,
0: we do. We do.
1: Do you, do you still get out um, you are you still chasing them around?
0: Yeah, not, not like much, I used or? to. Yeah. But uh, I've always got a call in my pocket. You know. Cool. You know, we, we we get most of them nowadays when we're bow hunting and we sit in a stand or something and you see a coyote or a cat and you try and, you know, maybe if it's not going to disturb anything else, you try and call him up, you know. I yeah. usually use a little squeaker. But,
1: uh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know That's- sometimes uh, I, I when I've been elk hunting, I've, uh, and I, with my, my diaphragm, sometimes midday or whatnot, if we just, the elk don't seem like they're in the area and we run into some coyotes, I've... I've given it, given it my best shot trying to lure him in with an elk diaphragm call, and and uh, it's probably the most horrendous sound in the world. And but it, it actually is. I've gotten a couple shots. We haven't killed one yet, but uh, I know it's a hoot. I mean, it,
0: oh, it is. It's fun.
1: Yeah. It, the sounds uh, is like it's pretty hideous, or can be. But um, guys, it, it's definitely effective. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of people who who are familiar with you, which uh, every bow hunter should be, in my opinion. If they don't, they've been stuck under a rock or something. But <laughs> you you were um, you were inducted into the Bow Hunters Hall of Fame um, for showing uh, literary excellence and advancing the sport of bow hunting. I guess recently also um, you were awarded the Poma. ATA Fred Bear Archery and Bowhunting Communicator Award.
0: That was cool. I got a kick out of that. Yeah,
1: and that's yeah. That, now that was at the ATA show a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, right? Yeah,
0: and I had no idea where the hell it was going to be. You know, I just went to the, the Eastern guys, just dragged me to this luncheon, me and my wife. And, <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, and you had no idea?
0: No, I didn't. And, and when they were talking, and my wife on she said she kicked me. She says, "I think they're talking about you." <laughs> I said, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun.
1: Oh, that's neat. Um, and you were the—I guess you're, you're the first person to be awarded this honor, right?
0: Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. This year, what was it? this is 2010. This year, I believe Dwight Shue was was—he uh, received the award. Um, I don't know who received it last year. And
0: um, uh, this—if Dwight got it, uh, that's the second one.
1: Okay. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know if they're doing it every year. Um, you know I know you uh you definitely were you you were a friend of Fred bear, correct
0: yeah, I sure was
1: um you know i'm I'm sure he would have been delighted to see that this was presented to you and and it being the you know the first award um, which uh, I'm curious what what was your relationship with Fred bear i mean when when did you guys meet and uh, um were you guys hunting buddies or um, you know, was it more of an acquaintance type deal? Did you guys share hunting camps and all that?
0: Well, we, we only hunted together two or three times and that was mostly his invitation. Um, I met him back in probably the late fifties or early sixties. Wow. Still with, with, uh, in the Bohut and, he was just making a trip around to calling on dealers and stuff. That's when I first met him. We all went to lunch and stuff like that. And then uh over the years they had the ammo meetings and I went to the ammo meetings for Doug and I and I don't think I think I think Fred just kinda liked me, you know? Yeah. Cause, uh I don't I don't know, maybe maybe that's strong but <laughs> but uh we had uh we went hunting in, in Michigan on a couple of deals and then I went up to his camp in Grayling. Twice, I guess it was. In fact, the last time I was there, I said, I'm going to hunt with your bow. He says, well, you might as well take it. He says, it's just sitting there, not doing anything. (laughs) And I really wanted to kill a deer with this bow. I really did. And uh, it's kind of funny because uh, I also wanted a couple of those black squirrels. And I shot two of them, just made these god shots, you know. (laughs) One straight on shot him right between the eyes. I thought, oh, my God, I'd hit him. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but then I couldn't get a shot of a deer and then I finally got a shot of a deer at about 20 yards and I just flat missed
1: him <laughs> oh man
0: <laughs> Fred got a big kick out of that he thought that was pretty funny but, uh, but huh. no, I, uh, he he was a great guy I just I just saw his, I just thought he, I thought he was the man that's it he was it yeah. he was it For people sure. don't even you know so many kids a day and these guys these hot dogs and everything they don't even know who the hell he was you
1: know no I know it it's, just irritates
0: me to death it,
1: it's kind of sad it yeah. is um but uh, I guess maybe with a little more education, i I you know TV's probably a little to to blame for this sensation kind of that's occurring right now with uh, who bow hunters are looking up to for advice and whatnot. Um, but it's an honor for me to to be able to, you know, shoot you an email every once in a while and and uh, you know when I know when we were talking about recipes you know a couple years back at at, at our dinner at ata and and telling you about my wife and her hesitation off and on you know being able to eat venison and then not liking it and liking it but you know you you, sue got us that your wife sue got us the uh gave us that recipe for meatballs and and uh you know i I got that thing basically saved i'm gonna print it i think put on my wall but uh um, you know i appreciate it and uh you know, a lot of, some of our readers and listeners do know, um, we, we interviewed you a couple years back, but um, for those who don't, you know, Jim, uh, you know, we, we, you've been battling cancer, you know, for, uh, I don't know how many years, five now?
0: Oh, I think most of my life, it seems like. Oh, okay, okay. Actually, it's the third time I've had it. So.
1: Third time? Okay, yeah. okay. Still, um, you know, each year, it seems like you're getting out in the field, and, uh, you know, still making, still getting out there chasing critters, ducks, birds, you're fishing. Um, in the last couple of years, what are some of, of the more memorable hunts you've had, I guess? Um, and uh, I, I guess, what have you been doing? Where, where have you been hunting? Where have you been going? For, for bow hunting, primarily.
0: Well, I guess, uh, yeah, I just got back from Arizona a couple of weeks ago. and Got a shot of coos deer, finally. Cows deer. I should properly pronounce it. Cows. Everybody says coos, but it's cows.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, hell, I went,
0: uh, went to I- Iowa last year deer hunting. Didn't do any good. Uh, my son got a nice one. Um,
1: I just actually read that story that you sent in. That, that was point. a good story.
0: Yeah. And we had uh, we had first antelope hunt, archery antelope hunt in Oklahoma this year, way out west. I went out there i guess I, I i haven't quit going i mean i'm gonna yeah. keep going till i croak
1: <laughs> and,
0: and that may uh that may may not be as far off or maybe further off uh it's just but i tell you what i mean i feel good and uh hunting and fishing and everything and my kids and everything makes me keeps me going so that's what i'm gonna do you know
1: that's great now your your cows uh cow steer hunt that was your first cow steer correct
0: yeah it was
1: and how long have you been chasing them around?
0: Oh well, I haven't chased them all that long. I've been this okay. is the third time I went after them.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I know those are them. Them guys are tricky, and and uh, what do they do? They call them what, the gray ghosts, or
0: yeah, the gray ghosts is a, it's a good
1: term. Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations on that. I'm glad to hear you were able to 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 get your your cow's deer now um you mentioned your your uh your sons and your family and whatnot I, i'm gonna jump into that real quick um you have a pretty big family that's right
0: i only got five boys
1: five boys wow and, and um and they all bow hunt or hunt correct
0: well four of them do okay uh, one of them, uh, Danny, lives in Utah, and uh, he's just not really into it. You know, never has been. He's been he's been a gymnast and all that stuff, and and that's fine. You know. Oh yeah. He's, everybody gives him all the encouragement in the world, and it's kind of funny because he's got a son now that's uh, pretty interested in bohun, <laughs> and he says, "I don't know what to do." And I said, "Well, paybacks the- <laughs> <you
1: know>?
0: are, <laughs> but uh, no, he's he's got he's got some nice kids, but." Uh, my oldest boy, Jimmy, in Idaho, he's got a son that, he's got two sons, and one of them, uh, James now is the oldest, and he's just turned 16, I guess, but he's just, he's just gung-ho. I mean, he's 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 the carbon copy of me and my son to add it up, you know, and then the, the other boys are, are here, uh, Kelly and, and uh, Holt and Daryl, and they're all hunting fools, so. We have, and they're fish <laughs> fishing too. So Kelly's a big tournament fisherman, but
1: oh, really? Okay. Yeah, we have.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, he's also killed one more Pope and Younger than I have now. So I'm, no, he doesn't, because I guess my Coosier's going to time. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, uh, anyhow, they're they're really good, and they're a lot of fun, and uh, they're they're straight straight arrow kids, and I really I really enjoy them. They're fun. You
1: know? and how many? And have... I
0: got grandsons now and granddaughters and. Kind of teaching them, you know, helping them, and and I love that. It's just fun, you know. You know, my boys have had friends that we got into hunting and fishing that you know didn't do it otherwise. Although when we moved here, it was like night and day because in California there wasn't any, hardly any kids that like to do what they wanted to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And we moved to Oklahoma. Well, a lot of the kids do what they want to do, so they were they're more at home here. But
1: oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. pretty nice.
1: Y- your granddaughters are also hunting, that's correct. A couple
0: right? of them are. Yeah. yeah. Uh Daryl's girl Megan, uh she killed a deer when she was eleven, so hmm. that was pretty cool. I mean there's a lot of kids that kill them younger than that, but um she hadn't got one since. <laughs> she tries <laughs> hard but she hasn't she really hadn't had a decent shot since. Oh wow. And Christy was uh trains horses and runs cross country like a damn deer, uh She's second in the state, across country for the second year. She'll be first maybe this year. Uh, she likes to hunt. And, uh, cool. And then the boys, I mean, the boys all, they all go too. So it's, sometimes we have a, a, a real wild group in camp, you know.
1: Do you guys have an annual uh, uh, camp that you guys do there in Oklahoma? Where you, yeah, we've kind got, of a, a, family we got camp? a
0: little spot. We've got some trailers parked on and everything, and we hunt there, and some weekends we get a whole bunch of them up there, you know. No, oh, it's not that great a spot, but it it works out pretty good.
1: Oh yeah, well the camaraderie and I'm sure yeah. being around your your grandkids and that, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, now your wife Sue ha- has she ever hunted? Does she hunt?
0: No, no. She uh she she did bow hunt a little bit when we first got married, and she shot some birds with her shotgun and stuff, and. Uh, she just says, uh, "You guys go get them. I'll cook them." So
1: there you go. You know, hey, nothing wrong yeah. with that.
0: <laughs> no, no, not right. She can. Cause she can. She can cook the box of recipe book came in. But uh, uh, she's got. You know, she's got grandkids and everything. And you know how women are. I mean, oh yeah. Grandkids are like first.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Second and third.
1: <laughs> cool. Well, um, I guess. Well, our last little topic here. Um, it's it's February. A lot of us bow hunters are cooped up inside, and you know, at least in some of these cold uh, states, such as where you're at, where I'm at here in Minnesota. Our editor Christian, he's out east in Pennsylvania, dealing with their snowstorm. But um, I guess probably one species that's on a lot of our minds right now are, are, are turkey and, and bear hunting, mm-hmm. and uh, turkeys. Uh, you know, the, the popularity of, of turkey hunting just seems to be blowing up. I mean, it has for the last, I don't know how many years, but it just still seems to be just growing and growing. Um, I know you are quite a fan of, of, of turkey hunting, and um, you've seen this whole evolution of, of, of the whole NWTF and birds being transplanted, and... Uh, since you've been, in, how how long have you been chasing turkeys?
0: Forty years. Oh 50 wow! Years, I don't know cool, cool. A long time.
1: Yeah, I know. When we were in, uh, I still want to hit myself for it. I, when we were in Nebraska hunting, and uh, you had your box call on there with all your marks of how many turkeys you had taken.
0: That's how many turkeys I've taken with that box call. Well,
1: yeah. Okay, <laughs> with that box call, and. uh, Gosh, I wish I would have had a, a, a gotten a picture of that. Um, so maybe sometime you could take a picture of that call for me. But um, with uh, how is, has turkey hunting changed? You know, since you started tactics, um, you know, or birds. Um, the calling tactics, uh, setups, the, the use of blinds. I'm sure portable blinds has been a big boon to turkey hunting.
0: Well, I, I think where the biggest change in turkey hunting has been is, is basically the ground blinds. And, and that's really more for bow hunters than for, for gun hunters.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, when
0: I hunt with a gun, I, like, I, just, I, mean, I just got my camouflage, my mossy oak stuff on it, and, and I just take off and... and and I go, you know, I might go 10 miles in the morning. I'm not anymore, but I'm going to go five. Yeah. But, uh, you know, listen for birds, find birds. And, you know, and I love to get turkeys going late in the morning. And, and that's where I hunt them. But, uh, you know, just look for something to hide in. But, you know, for bow hunting, uh, ground lines uh, and decoys are the two two biggest changes. Okay. And, and there's, others. there's other subtle changes in the calling things. that, You know, I still call the same way I used to, and you know, but there's no kinds of calls and stuff like that, and there's all kinds of uh, wrinkles. And you know, somebody comes with an idea, and then four other guys improve on the idea or chase it or copy it or something. But, but I think ground blinds like the double bull, uh, those are awesome blinds, and uh, you know, the decoys, uh, they they make the difference because those turkeys are supposed to be so smart, and I don't think they're so smart. I think they're just terribly cautious. you can go put a blind up any place, and you know, just set it right out in the middle of an open field. If that's where the turkeys been used to, they'll walk right up to it. I mean, yeah, you know, a dumber than a hammer, it seems like. And, uh,
1: mm-hmm. You
0: know, shots of turkeys are usually ten yards.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, but but then at, at times it seems like they, they could see like a flick of movement. You didn't even think you moved, and they oh, yeah. they're almost yeah. like looking right at you. Yeah,
0: no, they, they 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 can see better than anything in the woods. I think.
1: Yeah. Really. Really? And
0: uh, so they, you know, the old expression was a deer looks at a, a guy hiding and he says, well, that might be a guy hiding. And I don't know. And the turkey looks at him and says, that's a guy, and takes off. So, <laughs> you know, they're pretty. They're, they, I, they're they're amazing to me because, I mean, I've made sneaks on birds and stuff like that. I thought, hell, they'll never see me until I get to that tree. And boy, they're gone, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Pretty sharp. And you love to chase them. Just as much, if not more, with with your shotgun than you do a bow. Correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, you know, my dad used to tell me years and years ago. He said, "Birds are made for BBs," you know. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, can, and I and I shoot a muzzleloader shotgun. Usually is what I shoot. Okay. And, uh, that's. I guess. I always wonder if it's going to go off and never failed me. Yeah. But uh, you know, that, but it's a one shot deal that's kind of fun but it's it's not it's no big deal but
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but
0: it is uh and, and i got a muzzle loader the shoe's pretty good so i can kill one at 40 yards if i have to so i mean
1: <laughs> it's just fun oh yeah a no, I... of
0: smoke blows up and you don't know if you got him for a minute <laughs>
1: <laughs> let it clear yeah <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm looking for it i don't know exactly where i'm going to be hunting this spring but I, I need to look into something um i uh, I missed our draw here. I was thinking about actually cruising over to Nebraska again, and uh how about you? Do you have any solid plans yet any 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 states that you're headed to this year or uh, any... yeah i do <laughs> cool cool where where are you gonna be chasing? Yeah, i'm gonna right?
0: start here and uh I'm gonna go to oklahoma or oklahoma Kansas, maybe texas and uh nebraska
1: oh cool, cool. How many different species does that include um wh- no, Eastern's, Eastern
0: Rio Grande's and Miriams.
1: Oh wow. Wow. That's neat. Um are you are you doing any of that hunting with your boys or uh, are you going with any friends? No, uh, I'm
0: gonna go with my buddies. I got one guy comes a friend of mine comes from California every year and we take off and in fact he's probably gonna make the whole loop with me. I mean that's our plan right now. It just depends if I can get around, you know.
1: Well, good luck to you. When's that start beginning of April, your first hunt? April sixth. April sixth
0: we go to Texas, we'll go down there before, because it opens uh, in March. So,
1: You get to add any uh, other, you get to hunt hogs there as well, possibly? Or is it going to be turkey only? No,
0: we can hunt javelinas and hogs if we want to. We'll probably cool. just go turkey hunting and yeah. fishing and come down back.
1: You know, one last, um, I guess... Uh, yeah, This is going back to, you had mentioned your dad saying something about, you know, uh, BBs or birds are, BBs are best for birds. Um, Was your father a hunter as well?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was a bird hunter. Okay. He started bow hunting uh, after I'd been bowing for a while, and he hunted for, I guess he bow hunted for five years. He killed three deer. Uh, That was back in the 50s, early 60s. Cool. Yeah. And then he just kind of gave it up and went back to duck hunting.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which uh, is another one of your uh, well, you do it all basically: duck hunting, fishing. You know, that's probably true. Hunting. I really
0: do it all, and that's that's what that's what keeps me going. I mean, you know, fishing's going to start here pretty quick as soon as the sun comes out, and, uh, <laughs> and, the, and the water's not hard, so your bait won't just lay on top of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're going to go uh, we're going to go fishing here pretty quick.
1: Well, a lot of exciting things come up: turkey hunting, fishing, grandchildren, more hunts. Um, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jim, I want to thank you very much, um, and also um, for your hard work. Every each issue of Peterson's Bow Hunting Trails End is is one of my favorite columns, if not the favorite column out of our magazine. And, and I know for our readers, it's uh, you know I, I get emails every year uh, of guys that say the first page they go to is your column in the back. And it, you know, it's funny when people are starting reading the magazine from the back to the front rather than the front <laughs> to the back. But I think that says a lot about, you know, what you have to say and, and, uh, you know, your dedication and, 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 um, all your hard work that you've, you've, uh, done and, and kind of, um, helped out our readers, um, well, I hope I have. Yeah. Oh, I, I know for sure you have. You, you've been and been in this industry and, and into archery and bow hunting for, you know, what, 60-plus years? Since plus the earth years. cooled, one guy said. What was that?
0: <laughs> Since the earth cooled.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I think it's a, I, I don't think I've been here quite that long. But hey, Danny, it's been good talking to you, too.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate it, Jim. Um, good luck with your spring hunts this year, and... Um, Hope you uh, send me some pictures when you get back and uh, tell it. Sue hello for us and uh, ha- have a wonderful afternoon.
0: Okay, buddy. Take care.
1: All right. Talk to you Bye. later.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio with Associate Editor Dan Beraldo. Be sure to pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.